0: Welcome to another exciting hardware savvy episode where we talk about everything tech. And today we're talking about AI and how Harvard scientists find that AI can recognize someone's race from just x-rays. Oh yes, you've heard it right. And you know what's the crazy part? Nobody knows how. See, when you take a photo on your Samsung Galaxy phone or some of the newer Android phones, the photo that you just have taken goes through a whole bunch of processing, cleaning, color correction. And recently with the advent of the artificial intelligence chips as well as algorithms, your phone is able to understand certain details inside the photo and enhance them if they're not visible right. For example, if you take a picture and far far away in the picture, there's text, and the text doesn't seem to be clear, the trained artificial intelligence inside your phone is able to interpret the data, understand what the text says, and replace it with a clearer version of the same text with the same font. This is possible because we can train the artificial intelligence, I'm talking about pictures, audio, video, text data, health records, x-rays, and so on and so forth, and the AI somehow finds correlations between them. The process is simple. Every piece of data that's shown to AI is described with as much detail as possible. Then, by looking at hundreds, thousands, or even millions of pieces of data, the AI is able to connect things together. These correlations that the AI is able to find are beyond the capacity of a human to understand. In this study that I'm quoting you, they found that the artificial intelligence uh, program trained to read x-rays and CT scans could predict a person's race with 90% accuracy. But the funny thing is that the scientists who conducted the study say they have no idea how the computer figures this out. This goes back to the correlational data that the AI is able to construct looking at the pictures of the x-rays and the CT scans, and most likely the descriptions that come with them. These descriptions of the patients with redacted information most likely contained their race, their height, their gender, and so on and so forth. And the computer was able to somehow find a correlation between them. For example, an AI with access to x-rays could automatically recommend a particular course of treatment for, let's say, all black patients Which is something that doctors will not consider doing right now. But since we're talking about tech, I'd like to tell you two stories that I've heard from my peers. One of them was training the AI for Wi-Fi bands. I can't precisely recall the data has been feeding to the AI, but I remember him telling me that the Wi-Fi signal or the Wi-Fi router could identify your pulse if you were standing in the range of the signal. So imagine you are walking around in a room and then you just passed by the Wi-Fi router, and as long as you're between the Wi-Fi router and, let's say, the, the receiver, somebody will be able to tell your pulse just by it. Just like with the previous story, he cannot recall how this happened. He just knows that the artificial intelligence has been able to somehow find the correlation between some of the signals it, it was receiving, which yielded this really bizarre result. The second one is a little more abstract. In this case, the AI has been able to identify the person's gender by looking at the cornea. Just like in the first and the second case, seemingly unrelatable data can yield these really bizarre results, something that us humans aren't really able to identify right now. Could you say that a human being can, with a statistical significance, detect somebody's race by looking at their bones, or identify somebody's pulse through a Wi-Fi signal? Most likely not, but I think we live at a really interesting time where, with the advent of the AI and all this correlational data and the AI training, we're able to extract really bizarre correlations, and I think it'll probably bring us to really interesting discoveries. Imagine the possible applications in physics, chemistry, pharmacology even. And I was working at a biotech startup. I had a pleasure of meeting someone from the R&D, research and development team at Pfizer in San Diego, and this gentleman told me that When Pfizer develops drugs, they normally screen through 20,000 different candidate molecules before they actually come up with one that actually works. The time and the money spent coming through all these candidate molecules is definitely priced in, (laughs) to some extent, in some of the drugs we're buying, although we know it's not totally true. But imagine running simulations and cutting down on the R&D when it comes to pharmacology. How much of an impact this could have? This is why in tech and in pharmaceutics we keep talking about the big data this, big data that. So right now, for the most part, it sounds like a really far-fetched idea. You can see that there might be really powerful applications for this down the line as soon as this whole AI thing becomes viable. Anyways, this was my today's rant about the artificial intelligence and technology. These complicated and trained AI models are making their way into our phones, actually, as well. And part of the reason why your phone can perform as quickly as it can is partially due to the fact that it has an AI chip inside it that's been trained to do a certain function. I've got a lot more to tell about this topic. I'm going to end it here to not bore you too much and will encourage you to let me know if you like this podcast by either commenting, following, or leaving me a rating. Thanks so much for listening and I look forward to our tomorrow's episode.